it's that time of year. This is the time of year we've all been waiting for. Can't you see it? Can't you feel it? It's goal setting time. That's right. It's the end of the year, beginning of the new year, and we're talking about goal setting. Wow. How do you do it effectively and how do you not give up by February? That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Some of the tips and tricks that we've taught ourselves and taught our clients on how to set goals for life. Hi, I'm Jim Roman, the host of The Jim Roman Show. We talk about build a better business to live a better life. I am super excited about this season because this is everyone's favorite season, goal setting season. How do you set goals for life and actually accomplish that? That is what I want to talk to you about today. So there are different types of goal setting, right? There's goal setting for personal reasons, uh, business reasons, and life reasons. And I want to talk about a bunch of those, no particular order, because I'm not sure where you are in your life. It's the end of the year. Did you have a great year and now you're ready to up your game for next year? Did you have a bad year and you don't want it to be a bad year next year? Or do you want something different? I Hopefully you're listening to this episode wanting something different as it comes to goal setting. In fact, I want to start off by talking about goal setting for life. Why are we in business? Why do we work for the companies that we work for? Hopefully, it is to have more money, to have more time, to have more of a life, right? When you start a business, your dream is to have enough money to be able to travel, to be able to give back to your community, have more time with your family. And a lot of times that doesn't happen. Or you go work for a company that you believe in their vision and mission and values, and you can't wait to change the world and get promoted and get a raise and be able to do more in your personal life and not be able to do any of that. Let's talk about how to not make that happen. I think number one is to figure out why we do what we do. I think the reason why we do what we do so we can have a life. That's the name of this episode, The Jim Roman Show, where we build a better business to live what? A better life. So the first step in goal setting, I think, any time of the year is to know what you want beyond your business, beyond your job. In other words, if you had enough time and money, education, kids, challenges were not an issue, what would you do for fun? Do you know most people do not set out goal setting about what they want beyond their circumstances? It's usually, hey, how can I lose weight? Or how can I make more money? That's their first goal setting. I'm like, no, that's that's like the way to get to the end result, which is to have more of a life. What I want to know is if I had enough time and money, what I want to do, I want to go to Italy. I want to go to Argentina. I want to go buy more bourbon. I want to have more wine tastings at my house. I want to have more food experiences with my friends. Those are the type of life goal settings that I would want people to do to be able to have the life that we're, we, we deserve. So if I were going to increase my odds of success in my goals beyond February, I would first start off, what do I want my life to look like? What are the things I want to do for fun? I think if we start to paint that picture, start to dream again, the odds of us achieving better results this year and every year go up. Next, what can you do to increase your odds of achieving your goals? The second thing would be for me, after I know what my life goals are, again, I want to go to Italy. I want to go to Argentina. I want to be able to give back to charity. I want to be able to have more food events with my friends. Uh, Now the thing that I need to ask myself, what do I need to be able to do that? And a lot of times it's generate more revenue. The question is how much more revenue? or how much more income, depending on what your role responsibility is in your company. Let's just say for conversation that revenue equals income uh, or making more money. 
And so the question I would want to know is how much more would I need to make to, to achieve these goals? And I don't think people take the time to know those numbers. So often when I sit down with people and asking them about their goals for the business, I ask them, how much do they need to make to pay their bills? And the answer usually is $3,000 or $5,000. And I'm fascinated how out of all the people I've ever asked that question, how does someone's bills come to exactly $3,000 or $5,000? I know people whose bills come to $4,275.72 or $4,333.55 or $2,750.12. But most people give them the answer, uh, 3,000 or 5,000. That just tells me they don't know the numbers. They don't do the math. They're guessing at it. And I think that is the reason why we fail is that it's a fake number. And our subconscious, our conscious knows it's a fake number and it's a made up number. In fact, one day I challenged someone because I was a little frustrated with the answer. And I said, so you're telling me your bills come to exactly $5,000? Oh, no, no. They come to $4,177, but I rounded up to 5,000. Okay, I don't know where you went to school, but rounding it from 4100 to 5000 okay, I'm, at least you know the number, I'll, I'll back off. And so I think the second set to goal setting in this particular case is the revenue side or income side is to actually know what your numbers are. Some numbers I suggest people start with is number one, how much do you need, need to pay your bills? Period, end of story. Just to get by, how much do you need? Then how much do you need and then how much more as a cushion? And then maybe you need a cushion and then pay down debt. Then need, have a cushion, pay down debt, and have some extra money left over. Start setting those little milestones in your income make a huge, huge, huge difference. So I think that's the second thing that I would do if I wanted to achieve my goals sooner than later. In fact, there was a study years ago at the University of Chicago where they studied successful people in goal setting and unsuccessful people in goal setting. What they found is that successful people set realistic goals. And unsuccessful people set lofty goals to the point where halfway through the year, they're not even close and they give up. Where successful people achieve their goals before the year end and improve those goals later and then exceed their goals from the beginning of that year. So I think it's setting realistic goals and finding a coach or consultant to help you with that or a mentor that you can learn from, that you respect to set those financial goals, setting them at bite-sized pieces, what you need, what you want, and then what you desire, and then creating a plan around that is another way to increase your goal-setting results. Third, third thing you can do to achieve your goals for years to come. I think it's putting a purpose back into your profession. So one of the first things that I start off with any client I've ever worked with, or even anyone I give a free 45-minute coaching session with, I ask them two key questions. Why do they do what they do? And where do they want to be beyond the business? So we've already talked about where they want to be on the business. The most successful people I've ever talked to or interviewed or worked with, they know their goals beyond the business. They're going to travel. They're going to set up a charity. They're going to give back. Those people who are crystal clear on where they want to be beyond the business tend to be more successful than those who are saying, I don't know, haven't thought about it in a while. But the second part of that equation is putting the purpose back into their profession. Why do you do what you do for a living? A lot of times we give up at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year, because we lost our purpose and passion for what we do. I remember working with a realtor. In fact, it's in our 90-day fast track program. And in the 90-day fast track program, our goal is to teach people how to double their business. And how to do that is by getting in front of the right people who can buy more uh, and buy a lot. And one of my instructors said, hey, I'm having a challenge with two of my students in the session. Would you be a guest speaker at it? Because I'm having challenges helping them solve for that. 
I said, sure, no problem. So I went in, met the class, went around, did intro, uh, introductions. And I asked a realtor who was having a challenge growing their business, why does she do what she does? And she says, oh, I just want to help people buy their, their, you know, their dream home. And you can hear there's no passion in it. But I'm like, 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 really, really, why do you do what you do? And I pressed her and I pressed her and I pressed her until she said, I do what I do because I believe that a house is one of the most important investments of your life. In fact, the house becomes a home. And that home is where you raise your family. And a family is a part of a community. And oh my God, like I was like moved by what she was saying. She's like moved. You can see. And I said, I looked at her. I said, Sandy, did you hear what you just said? And she's like, uh-huh. I said, have you ever said that before? She's like, uh-uh. And that's it. That was in the meeting. And within weeks, she actually doubled her business because we put her purpose back into her profession. She forgot why she was a realtor. It wasn't to sell houses in a dream home. It was actually to help people have a house, be a home, to raise a family, to create a community, which is most important to her as a mother. So I would say, find your purpose and passion for your profession, whether you're a doctor, a dentist, a chiropractor, a property manager, whatever your role is, whatever you do, if you can remind yourself why you did it originally or find it now, I believe you'll increase your odds of pushing through the difficult times and get to your goals sooner than later. Last but not least, what you can do to achieve your goals is to come up with a plan to achieve those goals. I think it was Stephen Covey says, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So, so often people will set goals and write them all down at the end of the year and say, ooh, here we go, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna gain muscle, I'm gonna run a marathon, I'm gonna do all this other stuff, but they don't have a written plan. And what we want people to consider doing is creating a strategic plan. If you'd like to find out more about that, you can go to my website at jimromanonline.com and click on our programs. And in our programs, there is actually a strategic planning program there to help you to do exactly what we're talking about to achieve your personal as well as your professional goals. And in that plan, it talks about the drivers to success, the five drivers to success in starting to create your plan. And I just told you about three of those drivers. That is knowing your why and your where. In this case, what do you need your business to do for you to make that happen? So if you know why you do what you're doing and where you want to be, now you need to what needs to happen. Be able to create that plan so that you can be successful. And what you want to do to create that plan is you want to also create a when you want to achieve it. You want to have a deadline, a date, if you will, in the future that you want to have a successful business or a successful career. You just don't want to wing it. I remember in one of the classes, our life goal class we were teaching, um, one of the participants says, I wish I would have learned this 10 years ago. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I never really set goals this way. And if I would have had this 10 years ago, I probably would not be in the mess I'm in right now. And if I hired you then, I probably would be happier more now. I said, well, I think that's a compliment. Uh, he didn't have a plan. He didn't pick a date in the future. And so a date in the future is important because it's almost like vacation. I find we get more done before vacation than any other time of the year. Why is that? Because we have a date we need to get everything done before we walk out the door. Well, what if you put that same approach into your projects, put into your daily work, in this case, into your goals, into your life, where you pick the date in the future that you get super excited to get there sooner than later. That's part of a strategic plan. Another piece of the strategic plan is how you create bite-sized pieces. Uh, this is out of several of the books in business planning that I've read over the years where you create what I call a 12-3-1 plan. A 12-3-1 plan to win is essentially, what do you want to do in 12 months? And then of the 12 months, what do you want to do over the next three months of those 12 months? And then what do you want to do this month? 
So often when we set goals, it's this is what I'm going to do next year. That's 12. But they don't break it down into bite-sized pieces, which is the next three months and then the next one month. And then you focus on the one month. And at the end of the one month, you look up and say, okay, am I still on target for my three-month goal and my 12-month goal? And I think that's another way of achieving your goals sooner and later is by doing it into bite-sized pieces. And then finally is then blocking the time to make that happen. We've talked about in many episodes. You can go to our website at jimromanonline.com. We've written blogs on the block timing thing, blocking time to actually work on your life, work on your business so that you don't have to do as much in your business is a key component in achieving your goals sooner than later. Thank you so much for listening today. For more information, visit my website at jimromanonline.com or follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn at jimromanonline.com and you can email me at questions at askjimroman.com.